Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. I was working with a team this week, and we were talking about daily huddles and how we can get everybody together at the start of your workday and talk about the plan for the day and go over some metrics from the day before or talk about how the day went and just a forum for people to bring up uh, ideas, uh, get everyone on the same page, recap the previous day, look at what's coming down the pipe for the rest of the day, figure out how to balance out, help people out if needed. And then also that kind of builds into a, a board or some kind of area where we display charts and data about the process, maybe information that everyone needs to know about. And one of the tools that I found very helpful is called a cross-training matrix or a skills matrix. So what it is, is you've got one of the columns that lists out on the left, all the different skills that are needed. And then across the top, uh, across different columns, you've got the names of the people in your work area. And then where they all intersect these different skills, and that could be, you know, running certain reports or doing certain jobs or tasks or completing certain checks and audits and reviews or um, being able to access and go in and, and perform certain jobs inside a certain software system or database. So you list out all these skills and then say, who can do each of these tasks? And what it's meant to do is highlight where there's training deficiencies or lack of backup. Inside at the intersection of the name and the skill, we can color code that and to make that stand out. So maybe it's more red if they have little to no skill and if more green if they are very proficient at that. Also, we can look at using something called Harvey balls, which are a circle and it's filled in based on the amount of skill that they have. So. A circle that's fully filled in means they're very experienced. They mean they could train and teach anybody about that. So with these Harvey balls, the circle with nothing filled in would be that they have no experience. Maybe if a quarter little pie piece is filled in, uh, 25% of it, then you might say that they were trained maybe offline or offsite from the work area. So they know enough to be aware of it, but really not skilled at it. Maybe if you have half of the f circle filled in, then you could say that they were, uh, because they were trained on the job and someone showed them how to do it, maybe that's a certain level. So they can do the job, but maybe they require a little supervision or oversight or someone has to inspect their work or review their work. If the circle is three-fourths of the way filled in, then we could say that they're experienced. They can do the job by themselves. They don't need oversight. You don't feel, you're not worried about them if they have to go off and do that by themselves. And then the fully filled in circle means that they are really good at it and they can also train or coach or mentor somebody else through that task. When you place this visual matrix up, you can really highlight and see where you've got deficiencies or gaps. And then the idea would be to try to fill in as much of those circles in each area as much as possible through cross training and uh, job shadowing and other things like that. I really find this helpful to try and get people to see the benefits of cross-training and see how they can progress their skill set by knowing more skills and tasks that they can do. 
it really helps make the the team much more flexible and you're not having to tell people to wait until someone comes back from break or comes back from vacation or we're behind because we lost somebody and they got another job and now we're backfilling their position. We already have people trained up, ready to go. So it's a good risk mitigation tool. And also someone could look at that chart and say, oh, this person's not here, but I can see these two other people are skilled at being able to do that job. I'm gonna go talk to them. So I'll attach a link to a template that you can download and also link to a little bit more details about some of the benefits and why this matrix is really helpful. But I think I covered the, the basics just now. So check that out if you haven't put that together. The other thing you wanna look for when you're done is you want at least some amount of the circle filled in for everybody in each of the jobs. And preferably like the half of it filled in, that means that they have been trained on the job of doing that task. And again, they might need some help and oversight or reminder but at least they're not just being told about the job, they've actually done and performed it once. And ideally, if you have people experience where it's like three-fourths of the way filled in across all the different jobs, then you're in a really good situation. Part of process improvement is, is people development. And this skills matrix or cross-training matrix really helps us identify where there are gaps. And then where you see gaps, you start putting together a plan. It says, okay, Looks like maybe next Thursday we can get you to job shadow this person. And then the following Friday, we'll get you lined up with this person. At least try to get you to like to a point where you're skilled and able to do that job if we need you to. Like I said, there'll be links in the notes here for where you can go and look at some examples. Uh, the other example I mentioned was like a color coding system. Same thing, you wanna see less reds, more greens, and then those colors would represent different levels of training from no training would be red, a little bit of training is orange and yellow, and then green would be they can perform on their own or teach others. All right, hope you found that useful. Uh, the, the template is free to download, so check that out. Thanks. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms, along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.